0: Here we go. go. Here we go. Do it. Do it.
1: Do it. Do it. Do Do the thing. Do, the Do thing. it. Do, Do it.
2: it. Do it
0: Ralph,
1: Let the hate <laughs> flow through you. I hope you peel the porcelain off your toilet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hello. Hey, what
3: well, is this about? moving against hot sauce?
1: <laughs> okay. uh, well, if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, that's because Tom said a naughty word last episode, and he suffers the consequences. Uh, so, my name's Hayden. With me, I have Mitch. Hello. And Tom. Hey. <laughs> Tom is suffering <coughs> from, like, black mamba, whatever, hot sauce that's got, like, two billion. Six units. million
3: Scoville units. Yeah. So, Bought from Satan himself at Hell's Gift Shop. Last week, we uh, did
1: my punishment extravaganza where I reviewed four terrible movies. And uh, then we did, uh, I don't know, 80s music trivia It's uh, supposed to be. Music oh. written for movies, but apparently the, the key phrase was in the eighties.
3: <laughs> uh, there was stuff from the seventies and nineties, whatever, and, and more recent. <laughs>
1: well, two questions.
3: And there was animated.
1: Uh huh. All oh. right. Ah. This.
3: <laughs> this. This episode. That made it worse.
1: This episode.
2: <laughs> Elton Cruise.
1: We're discussing news and reviews. <laughs> Jesus. Of current things that we've seen recently, and uh, news for uh, movies, TV shows, ah. and video games that are coming out.
3: Ah.
1: All right, but before we begin, social media Mitch.
3: <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> what? what? you can go to entertainthispodcast.com, which will take you to our Facebook group app <laughs> page. You can also go to our X slash Twitter, which is at thisentertained, or you can go to our Instagram, which is entertained.thisentertained.com. Yeah, so go to our YouTube and our TikTok, which entertain this exclamation point. Or you can sit here and listen to Tom spit in a cup.
1: Or you guys can go to hell. <laughs> yeah, that's what you can do. All right. Let's kick it off with uh, movies. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, Tom didn't have movies. Wait, out. I got a punishment. I had movies. Oh, Mitch got, oh, wait. That's right. Yeah. Mitch got punished at some point. So now he's got to do a thing. Go
0: ahead, Mitch. Well, I was supposed to watch Cat's Eye, but I wasn't paying five bucks to rent it or buy it. <laughs>
1: It seems like Tom could afford it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, oh God. So instead, I watched the movie Isolation.
1: Stop looking at it. There's blood. (laughs) Okay.
0: Anyways. You want to see it? No. (laughs) It's about five people go to a secluded farm and are forced into a nightmarish experiment. Oh, no. Where this person is experimenting (sighs) on cows to make them more fertile faster so they can have more cows. So they can have more... Farm cows? Or
3: steaks? I guess. Yeah, this was, um, I like to choose animal-themed punishments. Um, We kind of exhausted the genre of shark movies, Mm -hmm. and then I dabbled into the cat genre, which turned out to be good for Hayden (laughs) in some way. It was a cute movie. Uh, This was uh, for cows.
0: (laughs) Anyways, this is a 2005 film, uh, let's see, starring John Lynch. Essie Davis, which is the John girl. Rush, the
3: safety from the Tampa Bay uh, no. Buccaneers? <laughs> no.
0: But uh, <laughs> Essie Davis, which is, she's the lady from the Babadook. Oh, okay. Uh, Sean Harris, which he's in some of the uh, uh, Mission Impossible movies right now. And then uh, Ruth Nega, which she was the. What did you just say? You heard me. N-E-G-G-A is her last name. I can't help it. <laughs> but uh, she's the, like, the doctor and. Was it a War of the Worlds, oh. or not War of the Worlds? Uh, World War Z with Brad Brad Pitt. Uh, okay, she's the like the the black doctor that's the female that's doing his you know injection stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, uh, Sean Harris and Ruth are camping <clears> out at this guy at the front of this guy's property in their mobile home because they're on the run from the law. It seems.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, John Lynch and Essie, which are Dan and Orla. Are, and, <laughs> and Marshall Lewis plays John are all doing some kind of experiment on, uh, John are, you know, on John Lynch's cattle.
2: Okay. And
0: they basically create this creature that you never actually see during the movie fully.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like actually the movie is very good quality, but the fact that their, their creature is so poorly made and that's all it takes. realized makes the whole movie bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, the cow gives birth to a calf who gives birth to, like...
3: The <laughs> a hamster. <laughs> like these
0: little... They're like... They're, they they call it like creatures, but they're, they look like a little shrimp <laughs> that worms its way out of the calf. Okay. And there's like six of them, and they kill the calf and they kill the mom because they're infected. And then they thought they killed all the creatures, but one of them got away. And so then it starts infecting the other cows on the property, and... Come to find out that it can also infect people. So then, one like the main doctor decides that he needs to kill the people on the farm because they've been infected if they've been bit
1: uh, by the shrimp.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which is some kind of bony-looking snake. You thing. got cocktails.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: At any
3: point, is there a Barbie?
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's it's created some kind of disease to where it makes people sick. So, um, so it's
1: not really about cows. No. <laughs> oh, okay. It's
3: about shrimp. <laughs>
0: Uh, there's this one scene where, like, the little shrimp thing, snake thing got away, and he's, like, in this five-foot-deep water, like, muck-looking thing. And so the guy decides, that well, the best way to drive it out, because they're going to try and kill it mm-hmm. so it doesn't get off the farm, is they drive this big tractor in there, and then, lo and behold, the tractor dies because it's, like, water up over the engine. Okay. <laughs> and so the, the guy go, jumps out and goes to swim out, and he finds the dead body of one of the people that the snake thing evidently hid mm-hmm. somehow. I don't know.
1: Um, just hit it. Yeah. I can't go back to prison.
0: <laughs> the, then there the one of the guys is wearing boots as like like water type boots or whatever as he's walking through this muck Waiter. to go to go feed the cow that's still alive and he gets bit on the ankle like through the boot and he thinks oh it's just you know just a scratch. Well then he goes and like has sex with the other girl who <laughs> ends up infecting her. But what's funny is, like, the whole time she's like, no, wait, stop. Hold on, hold on. And then he's like, "Ah," And he's just done. I don't, I
2: don't
0: they like, weren't even touching. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I didn't like Mitch's face for that. <laughs> they you're were just, holding hands. He like, ugh.
0: Like, the, no, no joke. She's like, hold on, hold on, not yet. Not yet. And you see the guy's like, <laughs> he's got, like, veins popping out of his neck. <laughs> I was like, what the crap is going on?
3: I think you know what's going on, man. Yeah, yeah. but... <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite.
2: <laughs> Grover uh, Cleveland.
3: Uh, Chester A. Arthur.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, basically, you, you never see this creature. So you don't really... I mean, you get little glimpses of it. But it, <laughs> it's shouting the names of presidents. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight Eisenhower. <laughs> <laughs> Babe Lincoln. <laughs> but, uh... I mean, like I said, the, the quality of it's not bad, but the movie's just not Good, because the story is horrible. You just got Coolidge. <laughs> it's directed and written by Billy O'Brien. I don't know who that That's is. That's not a real person. Billy. Uh, it has a 5.6 I'm on convinced
3: Airbnb. that anybody named Billy doesn't exist. It's <laughs> not real. It's just a Hollywood I've thing. never met anyone named Billy.
1: Yeah.
0: It had a budget of 2.9 million euros. It made $278,000.
3: <laughs> science fiction money. <laughs> they should have just did it in, like, yen. <laughs> <laughs> or in... South uh Sakuri, or Vietnam. Dong. Dong.
2: We'll be right back.
1: Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action-adventure. Yes. Ooh. Oh dear yes and sometimes it doesn't quite work and you have you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative a construction off the <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely entirely check out the gaming blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now
0: um but yeah the uh, the movie's not great the, the little creature would leave like a slime trail of course it would but only at certain scenes. You know,
1: so everybody dies.
0: Um, all except for the the girl that was that you know was getting screwed out you know in the camper.
1: Didn't she get infected?
0: Well, she she does, but they don't know that.
1: Oh, either. at the end of the movie, they leave it open for a sequel.
0: Yeah, yeah because it fast forwards like at the end of the movie, it fast forwards four months, and she's pregnant, and they're doing like the little ultrasound. What's she's, this movie called? Isolation.
1: So the sequel is going to be
3: <laughs> Isolation Two: Mother of Scrimps. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing the ultrasound. I go, congratulations! It's a Lobster?
0: <laughs> well, no, they're like, oh, it's a normal baby, baby girl, and she's like relieved. But then, as it's like slowly panning down towards the ultrasound or whatever, you see like a little flash of like teeth.
3: <laughs> Isn't that like the fly? <laughs> all right. So yeah, uh, the, the movie's not good. It's sorry. Right. <laughs> no one's shocked at this. Who had movies? I did. Tom, what was your movie? Mitch, play the jingle. Welcome to the movies. Welcome to the movie show. <laughs> I like this intro better than when they do, like, the retro God, one with nothing. the candy going, like, we're going to the movie. <laughs> I watched You You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. Okay. The 2023 Adam Sandler film. This
1: is prime Adam Sandler right
3: here. On the Netflix. Yeah, heard um, it
1: actually did well, though.
3: This came it? out on the 25th of this month of August. Oh, wow. Starring Adam Sandler, <laughs> Adam Sandler's wife. Adam Sandler's daughters—they don't have names. They're just that's on. Well, they don't even have right. hyperlinks. It's just in black okay. <laughs> on the Wikipedia. So he plays uh, a very Jewish dad. <laughs> <laughs> <No> surprise! Obviously, <laughs> um, his it? wife in real life doesn't play his wife in the movie. Really? Yeah. She plays his daughter's best friend's m- mom.
0: She normally does. I've seen because she's been in like Fifty First Dates. It's like one of the yeah. She's got girls that he slept with that made yeah. a story about or something. Uh-huh. Like that.
3: Um, Luis Guzman, he's in it as well. Oh yeah, he's, he? Just pops up in it. You're Driftwood, like, you like that guy? Driftwood. Um, I've actually, I've talked to him before. Yeah, you, you've told us. He's actually pretty funny. Um, but the movie it's obviously uh it's gonna be about Adam Sandler's daughter who it's his younger daughter, and her bat was coming up, and she has all these grandiose ideas, her and her best friend, Lydia. Lydia? Lydia. I think that's her name, I'm pretty sure. Um, so they're going through, and she likes this soccer boy named Andy Goldfarb. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah, they. it's it's heavy. Like they're keeping it in there, it's It's New Jersey. Like, I literally was just like, I felt like I was watching a documentary about like, New Jersey or New York. Okay. As a young man, because in New York you get all the Jewish holidays off in school, so. Oh, nice. Everybody, you know, everybody's tight with the Jewish kids. Oh, yeah,
0: okay. that must have Pl- been
3: nice. Do you get Christmas off? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Columbus Day was a big deal. Well, now it's, like, offensive. Well, yeah. <laughs> in New York, Columbus was a superhero mm-hmm. when I was growing up. It was like he discovered the planet. He wasn't Jewish, though. No, but that's just how he was treated. Okay. But anyway... We go through the plot of his daughter and her friend, and then their friends, and you have the popular because they're all like a, almost like a parochial school, but it's like a Jewish Dang. school. Yeah, they're all they're all Jewish, mm-hmm. even the Asian kids. Okay. <laughs> I, I I don't get it. So she has like all these like you know like. JD kind of, like, daydreams from Scrubs yeah. about, like, how her bar mitzvah is going to be. And I didn't know girls actually had a bar mitzvah. It's, I thought that was a boy So, thing. boys are bar mitzvah. Girls are bi- bat mitzvahs. Yeah. But they say bar mitzvah. I never hear anybody go bat mitzvah. I don't know. So, she goes through and, like, her and her friend, like, you know, she likes this kid. She says she doesn't like him, the friend. And then she's trying to, like, impress the guy. She gets hit in the face with a soccer ball. It's like KO'd and he's just like, Oh, you good? And she's like, eh. like creepy, like I'm okay smile, but she's just like, Oh my god, it's that kid. And he's just like, Okay. I bet you have so many schmeckles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they end up at like the quarry because okay. every every you know obviously in these towns where you have an abundance of Jewish kids running about there's a quarry that they go to to make out and do middle school things
1: i i guess
3: I, i'm I'm being told by this film. Okay. So they're like, oh, you should jump off into the quarry because it's, you know, it's water. It's very deep. So
0: in other words, he filmed this where he filmed *Grown Ups*.
3: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this was like Adam Sandler is like, he like had like a j- idea for a weekend yeah, and just like got like the neighborhood together and some cameras and just like, we're just going to make a movie. We're just going to put it on Netflix. That's we're going to make most, a lot of money.
0: That's how most of his movies go nowadays. Like
3: well, he couldn't get, he couldn't get, um, what's his face, uh David Spade or Chris Rocker or Kevin James. T- yeah. They were busy that week and they had other obligations.
1: Chris Rock is still recovering. So.
3: <laughs> so the girl, she his daughter, she jumps into the quarry and everybody's like, Oh yeah, you did it. Woo and everybody's like cheering and then like her pad from her period like floats to the top. Right. And it's just it it looks like a horror scene. <laughs> like I don't know. The
1: blood seeping into the water and everything. Oh yeah, it was like Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> it was kind of like startled because you immediately see it. You see it before it breaks the surface. <laughs> You're just like,
1: Ugh. I got and heavy then, flow. Yeah, and
3: then everybody laughs. Adam Sandler plays like this embarrassingly Jewish dad yeah. who's like very overbearing but like afraid of his wife. Does he like talk all Jewish and stuff? A little bit, yeah. Okay. So Oy. they all make fun of her, and, and her, her and her friend kind of like have an argument, and then like they – like throw off like their other friends like oh we're gonna hang out with these other cool Jewish kids right. at like these obnoxiously nice houses right so she goes and she sees her friend cause she didn't get invited to the party she went to just go see her and hang out uh-huh. and she's throwing this wild party and didn't invite her oh and her friend makes out with the kid that she oh. liked oh drama yeah so now oof she like every embarrassing video she has she puts it on that girl's bat mitzvah like intro video right of, like, them queefing in each other's faces at a sleepover. Is and it, I, that is, was the funniest thing, because in my mind, I only could picture the the South Park Trey Parker, yeah. where she's like, she, quick, quit my, she quit my face. <laughs> like, that was the only so thing. So Adam Sandler that... sat down with his daughter and was like, yeah, now you're going to queef in your friend's face. Well, she doesn't. Her friend does. Like, she, like, like 69 positions, like, with the other one, and just, like, <laughs> like <laughs> that that's that was what this movie was it's a stable american family right there it's it's not a good movie and then you just have the back and forth of them not liking each other her trying to win over the kid i bet
1: you they become best friends that, in the end. that you're right
3: <laughs> the funniest thing is adam sant like they're at the movies and she's going to get popcorn or whatever and like the the cool jewish kids mm-hmm.
1: roll up <laughs> the cool jewish kids. With their golden Star of David. Yes. <laughs> all of, all of. I haven't even watched this movie. Man, yeah, you already know.
3: But Adam Saylor comes walking out of the movie theater and he has shorts and a t shirt on and a bathrobe. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, right, you have some popcorn? All right, it's cool. I'm going to go to the car and get a blanket. It's freezing in there. <laughs> it's right. just like, the was like, why? But like I could picture Adam Sandler doing that in just real life. Yeah. Because he, he just doesn't care. Yeah. So then they go through their whole to do, and it turns out that Jewish kid the the, the both of them liked—he's a douche. Yeah. So he gets like a little bit of his comeuppings, and then it's like a little bit of a feel-good story because it's like we're gonna like get the nice dress you wanted, and not the one that was cheap.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. You know? And then they they throw like the mega bat mitzvah for the two of them, the and mega. like then they like make up and have this like great party, and then everybody's like yeah, hugging, high fiving, and then that's the movie.
1: Okay. So that's a pass for me yeah, it was it was
3: a pass for me. I thought there would be more Sandler not I didn't realize it was his kids maybe it was like a, a desperate attempt at a launch pad for his family or something like that uh, if <laughs> this was a launch pad into like the ground he's capable of making good movies look his best he just
1: doesn't want to I guess
3: his he hasn't made a good movie past the year 2000
1: no no uh well well when,
3: well when did Big Daddy come out uh, that
1: was probably early 2000s. Because that's a great movie. He, he did um, uh, the Jewel
3: movie. Um, uncut, oh, gems. uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. I hadn't gems. seen that one. That was the
0: basketball movie, too.
3: I don't know, but I, I liked Uncut Well, I think gems that involves basketball players. I think that might be.
0: No, there's, this, there's one where he gets this basketball player from like some Eastern European country and brings him to America to be on the team. I forgot what it's called, though.
2: We'll be right back.
1: Well, anyways, Uncut, like Uncut Gems was a very serious movie, and but it was I mean, he obviously didn't direct it. It was the Saffron Brothers, but it was it was a really good movie, you know, for him to mainline it and whatnot.
3: Yeah, this was just Adam Sandler just bored, I think, so. and just trying to do like a family movie for him and his family, and maybe try to start his daughter's careers or get him involved uh, in the movie business. All right,
0: well, well, sadly, I heard that it actually did well though. <laughs>
3: I mean, it wasn't terrible. It was brutally predictable.
0: Oh, the the basketball
1: movie was called Hustle.
3: Okay, okay, yeah, I think I heard of that one. I mean, it was it's five out of ten.
1: I mean, for us, that's that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs>
3: for the crap we've had to watch.
1: Yeah. All right,
3: TV. That's me. Push yeah. the
0: button. I was saying, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is it. History began on
1: July Fourth, seventeen seventy six.
3: What (laughs) What happened there? Mitch was like doing like karate with his hands, but he swatted his own headset off his face. (laughs) All right. All right, Mitch, calm down, buddy. I watched
1: the first three episodes of Ahsoka. Oh, you did? I did. I was saving that. Well, I'm taking it.
0: I was waiting until we actually had more of the show to watch. Yeah.
1: So, Ahsoka, also known as Star Wars, Ahsoka, <laughs> is an American television miniseries created and written by Dave Filoni for Disney Plus. Plus. Uh, it's part of the franchise spinoff era of The Mandalorian uh, taking place during the same time frame. Uh, the, so, uh, after Return of the Jedi. Uh, yeah, interconnected stories after Return of the Jedi. hmm um, it's the continuation of the animated series Star Wars Rebels, which was created by Filoni also. The series follows Ahsoka Tano as she investigates an emerging threat to the galaxy following the fall of the Empire. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Uh, I I like the show. Uh, I've heard good things about this. I've heard good things, and I've heard that other people don't like it. Uh,
3: well, they're they, stupid. They
1: said that they are having a hard time getting into it or whatever. I don't
3: know. I heard um you pre- you have to be pretty... You, I only, you have to be pretty well-versed with Rebels.
1: I, I, I haven't seen Rebels, and I haven't seen the Clone Wars TV show. I, I haven't seen either one of those, and I like the show. Now, mm-hmm. I do feel like I need to go and watch them, and I've tried watching them in the past, and
3: I don't know. Rebels, I've seen bits of Rebels. I mean, you do have Vader, and they do give him a lot of, like, pomp and circumstance, just like when he shows up. Mm-hmm. And his character's great, but I think it's not as good overall as it, as Clone Wars was.
1: Well, anyway, uh, it's uh, it starts off with her like investigating a I don't know ancient alien something on a planet something mm-hmm. or rather, and she Indiana mm-hmm. Jones is like these devices to like get a pu- get a puzzle box. <laughs> to, and
0: I, I saw a parallel. They, they, she gets this little circular orb thing, and mm-hmm. it looks just like the thing from Treasure Planet.
1: Yeah, there's <laughs> there's some people out there that are, like they're just copying Treasure Planet, and they are because it like. Projects a hieroglyphic space pirate map that you know, which you end up finding out leads to um, a whole other galaxy, a whole other galaxy where Grand Admiral Thrawn is like banished to. But some people are also thinking that so uh, it goes to the unknown
3: regions into Chiss space. I don't know, some other galaxy. That's where Grand Admiral Thrawn is from.
1: And then they they think that uh, Ezra, mm-hmm. Ezra Bridger is, is is there also? Yeah. Um, and they kind of introduced a live action hologram of him. So I feel like he's going to show up in the show later because there's there's a his
0: actor does have a two episode credit so, so
3: yeah, yeah I think this is the, how they wanted to bring him into the live action verse. Uh, she goes back to hang out
1: or to to reconnect <coughs> with her apprentice, sorta apprentice, who's a Mandalorian named Sabine. Sabine Wren. I can't remember the last yeah, name, but Wren.
3: is she the Twilight one? No. no, the one with the double ponytail.
1: She's alien thing. She's human yeah. with purple ish hair. She's got oh, white okay. hair and rebels. I think. Um, okay, yeah,
3: I know you're talking about And
1: that. she she has like Mandalorian armor that she, I don't know what she's doing with it, but she she, does, she has it. She doesn't want to wear the helmet for some reason. And then she's got a lightsaber, um, but apparently she's got no force or very limited uh, abilities. She's just she's just got count. that low midi count. They talk, they kind of talk like side banter a little bit about how rare it is for a Mandalorian to be a Jedi, mm-hmm. and, but Ahsoka's like. She's got confidence in her, but she's also like doesn't want to put up with her. So like, there's a lot of going back and forth about why they need to team back up, and they well, don't want to. I forget
0: the robot's name, but the robot's like, you know, she's too logical and right. uh, like literal to be able to use the force effectively, or something like that. Mm-hmm.
1: But you can tell like they're setting the building blocks for her to eventually become a force user and whatnot. Yep. So, and you know, like they they're, they're, thats the problem with Star Wars—is they're always like kind of vague on how they use the force and who can and who can't. And Ahsoka writes it off as like everybody has the Force in them. It's just whether or not you have talent. I'm like that's kind of a blase way to explain that away. But well, you can access it. I
3: mean, even not. the first Star Wars, they made it seem like you could do it, like the very first one with Obi Wan. Yeah, or with Alec Guinness. Well, where it's are kind just of, like, you know you can reach out, and then it was just kind of like you're forth. just kind of born with it. Yeah. Like you're You're lucky. Kind of,
1: yeah. yeah, they're kind of back and forth about it and whatnot. Um, you know, and then like you forget. That she was, Ahsoka was essentially Anakin's Padawan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, so to see her, because from what I remember from the little bit of Clone Wars that I, I saw, she was like this goofy kind of girly girl that just had fun adventuring mm-hmm. and stuff and yeah. had like an energetic kind of personality. And Rosario Dawson plays her as, is it Dawes or Dawson? I think Dawson. Dawson. Yeah. yeah. She plays her as like a more kind of level, serious. Older character, mm-hmm. which kind of plays out pretty well
3: in Clone Wars. At the end of Clone Wars, she leaves the Jedi Order. Yeah, but well, she's like a like yeah. maybe sixteen or seventeen well, she's years like old. On the
1: run. I, I, I'm just saying, in my
0: opinion, but it seems like she's like. Well, I mean, they talk about you know there being a gray Jedi and all that in theory, but she seems like she kind of blames the Jedi for right. making Anakin turn to the dark
3: side. And you know what? But she's still good. There's an argument that could be made there, right. though.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she. She obviously like has separated her ties with the Jedi, and I think that's what's kept mm-hmm. her alive. You know, because there is some sort of backstory about where she like tries to like go and be a recluse or something like that. Yeah, and, you know, and they keep dragging me back in. Kind of, yeah. So one more run, you know. But uh, and then she starts working with the um uh, Ramona girl from Scott Pilgrim's.
3: Yeah, I think that's um. Mary Elizabeth um, Winstead, yeah, yeah, Mary yes. Elizabeth which is a Hugh McGregor's wife. Really? Yeah.
1: Good for him. Well, anyways, <laughs> um, she's, she's plays a Twilight general mm-hmm. that's like, like the kind of like the 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 Jiminy cricket of the remain of what's the rebels today. I don't mm-hmm. know what they're calling themselves now, but um, they are essentially like very diplomatic and uh, very uh, you know counselor oriented. Like they have senate and leaders and whatnot and they're all bickering and politicking their way to try and make a decision she's the one that's like you know the the threat for grand admiral thrawn is real and they're like no nah, we don't want to believe like global warming kind of thing right? <laughs> yeah. so
3: now the empire is done we, we are in the new business how do we get rich off of this republic nonsense yeah
1: pretty much and uh so she's kind of like authorizing ahsoka to do stuff but kind of in secret and off the books yeah and, and off the holocron but she can't really be involved And then at some point, um, they're investigating, uh, like, an Imperial scrapyard where rebels and ex-Imperial officers are working, and there's a giant Star Destroyer engine that's Mm -hmm. being taken away, and it's, like, unauthorized, you know, for them to do that. So they they pursue it, and, you know, then this, uh, not Sith, but evil force users, because they're not Jedi either. Yeah. Ray Stevenson. Uh, no, but it is. So Ray Stevenson's like the main Jedi guy right now. Then mm-hmm. they have with Skull with yeah. orange
3: lightsabers. But he's Kinda not. Red.
1: He's not Jedi. He he was injured in some battle. They thought he was dead. He comes back and he he's sad that Jedi are dying or, or or like weaning out. But he's still, you know, is on the side of Grand Admiral Thrawn to get him back. I don't really know what's up with that. I'm sure they're gonna explain mm-hmm. it all later. Um, obviously, he's dead in real life. And so, like, the first mm-hmm. episode, they, yeah, they... he died after the series. They even dedicated it to him. So, what they're going to do with that is interesting.
0: He's only got three episodes in, in his credits, so...
1: Well, he was in the last three episodes. I mean, maybe they're going to update the credits mm-hmm. after the show, after more episodes come out. Well, there's
0: also Wes Chatham that was in The Expanse. Yeah. He's credited for five episodes as actor.
3: Hmm. Actor.
0: Wes <laughs> so, Chatham's a good,
3: good, uh, good actor, I like So,
0: him. I imagine he might be the Merrick... Guy Interesting in the in the armor.
1: So instead. yeah, this mysterious like armored can't see. Is there a guy. picture of the guy?
3: Uh, Why are you talking about yourself?
1: Well,
0: You're yeah. talking about the armored guy, or
3: yeah, this actor guy. This oh,
0: that's that's the actor, but you don't see, his, you haven't seen his face of okay. the
1: guy. Yeah, have you ever seen the Expanse? He plays. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen it. Uh, he plays. It's, he's got like a funny name. Anyway, uh, but uh, anyways, so there's a mysterious armored-looking Dark Souls dude with a uh, dual lightsaber. Looking thing, he did the, <laughs> the the Darth Maul thing where two of them pops out, and you're like, oh, he does the, bah,
0: yeah,
3: bah, and everybody yeah. goes,
1: oh, yeah.
0: But then he's also got like the Inquisitor kind of like circular handle kind of right. thing, now oh, where it spins, yeah.
1: Um, anyway, so he fights real briefly with Ahsoka, and it's pretty cool how they're able to kind of like show character through the lightsaber fights nowadays because Ahsoka's obviously skilled and talented. Plus, she's got dual lightsabers, and to see it from that aspect, too, where she's kind of doing things different. she Mm -hmm. does like the the goofy-looking sword-spinny thing that, uh, you know, but it makes sense because she's got dual lightsabers and Mm -hmm. she can hit from multiple angles. And so it showcases how skilled she is with with her and whatnot, but, you know, she's able to, like, kind of keep her own and probably win in a lightsaber fight against this uh, Merrick guy. But mm-hmm. he's mysterious. You don't know where he came from, and all he has to do is delay her as that space engine gets away. But he does it pretty successfully. He does it pretty successful, and but you know you still feel like Ahsoka is the most powerful person there.
0: Mm-hmm. There's another p- better picture of him,
1: which makes sense because she okay. was, she was trained by Vader essentially, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So and she's a you know, a, a, a strong Force user and whatnot
0: Vader, Obi Wan, mm-hmm. and she's and so she spent time with Luke also.
1: Has, yeah, that's true. In the After she was basically
3: trained. By obviously by like the cream of the crop <laughs>
1: right. of lightsaber talent. So um there's the 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 thing that kinda lacks, I would say, is the space fights, like the dog fights in mm-hmm. space. Like there's a, there's some plot gimmicky devices like why spaceship can or can't blow up and you know, things are happening and of course like everybody just has bad aim when it's convenient and stuff like <laughs> that. Um plot armor. So like that they could kind of I mean the
3: the original movies had that too.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's the nostalgia factor. Like the new age stuff, you can't keep replaying
3: that same old tune,
1: you know what I mean? No. Are
3: these lightsaber fights more like the prequel trilogy or the sequel trilogy?
1: Uh, I'd say a healthy blend of both. Like yeah. they're 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 flashy to a point of being entertaining and not like over the top.
3: They're not so Obi-Wan
0: the, versus Anakin style, but, but they're well, not Well, that was
3: filmed like they did it.
0: Well, no, I'm saying it's not yeah. that style, but it's not like the original Vader versus Obi-Wan either.
3: So it shows like they are talented. Right. Dual, but not, uh, but talented and experienced.
1: They're not spinning the lightsabers for no reason. Talented, okay. but not master. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's not, and then not it's like the not, sequels where right. they're just like, just they just, just put their yeah,
3: <laughs> four-year-olds with sticks in the right. backyard going, so,
1: <laughs> so I like where they're going with it, and I like how it's, kind of a mystery about who like this Morgan lady who's a mm-hmm. witch
0: Morgan Elsbeth yeah one of the night sisters
1: oh okay that's what From they've been at, that's
0: what they've been at, you know <laughs> combining it as like that
1: yeah so she's like a big to-do she's like i guess you're closest to
3: palpatine for all of this cuz she's... well
0: she's only credited for 3 episodes as well,
3: mm. well she was in the past right? I feel like this episode <laughs> this series might be doing a lot of just world building I think, yeah, on side.
1: I think Thrawn, bringing him in, because he's not necessarily a man behind the curtain, but the, they're, they all recognize that he's the most powerful whatever,
3: and to get him involved. Because in the expanded universe, before Disney got the rights, Thrawn was a huge part of everything at the end of Return of the Jedi into yeah. the future of Star Wars.
1: It's funny, like, Disney... Craps on the, the bed with all these Star
3: Wars movies, and they're like, Well, let's bring it back to Formula. Back to formula. So, they're basically <laughs> going back to like the expanded universe yeah. stuff where it's like because Thrawn came from the unknown regions, yeah, duped the Empire, and Palpatine like brought him to Coruscant right. and was just like, You're pretty good at this stuff, and like because Thrawn is like a tactical mastermind and a genius.
1: The so it's it's good and it's interesting to see where they're gonna go with it to have like all of this unknown kind of territory. And it seems like they're shying away from what the the sequel trilogy would end up being. Good. That well,
0: <laughs> I do find it kind of funny that all these shows like Mandalorian, Boba mm-hmm. Fett, and this they all exclude. Like, I mean, granted Carrie Fisher passed away, but she's not even mentioned. Princess right. Leia is not mentioned in any of this, and yeah. she would be a prominent figure at be- the moment.
1: Because I don't know, they're just like, like I mean,
3: even in like Mandalorian, like with Luke Skywalker. Yeah, like they talk about him. I mean, Layla like, like be he leading. was almost like the boogeyman. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then he shows up like the boogeyman. Yeah, but like they, yeah, they're they're kind of like very careful about how they're going about that. And I don't know, man. I, it, it's funny to see how like this is excelling really well in TV serial format, mm-hmm. you know, and it's getting such favorable audience review and critical reviews. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's going to end up in the next five years or so that they're just going to retcon the sequels. They should. They should. I think most one hundred percent
3: should. I think most people would agree. It's sad that it came this late, and like Harrison Ford's like w- now too old. Yeah. So I mean, Mark Hamill. I mean, he's getting up there. Carrie Fisher's dead. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, they have
3: theorized and like experimented with the idea
0: of timelines.
1: So there's this place so. called the 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 place between worlds, mm-hmm. and something to do with like the the device, the Indiana Jones device right. that you found in the beginning, and that it, it it's, you can kind of like unlock a pocket of space and something to do with time. And apparently this Ezra guy had something to do with that. So that's
3: from the show Rebels. Yeah. Because whatever it is, like Ahsoka and Darth Vader are fighting, and like something's crushing, and he's watching it outside of time yeah, with like the Force, like personification, and he grabs her and pulls her into it to save her from Vader and like the crushing thing. But I mean, Mm -hmm. Vader survives because he's Vader. Because he's Vader. (laughs) (laughs) Like in Rebels, Vader doesn't take no mess. Like they dropped the Imperial Walker on him. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And, like, they were like, okay,
3: cool. And then the, you just hear, like, the metal start creaking because Vader's just standing, like, under it with his hand up. And he just launches it. And they're just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's interesting to see where they're going to go with it. So that's kind of why I'm sticking around. Mm-hmm. This This feels like the last healthy yet dying gasp of Star Wars. And I mean, I, maybe they can pull themselves out of the ground
0: mm-hmm. with it. I mean, I really like the show so far.
1: Star so, Wars... I'm just talking about the Dave Filoni universe here. As a
3: show, like Star Wars, the shows have a pretty solid track record. I mean, Clone Wars was very, very good. Rebels was good. The Bad Batch, that was really good. I didn't see that.
1: So, and then what's the skeleton crew? They talk about about that a lot. uh, I'm not overly familiar. Related to the show.
0: From what I read, they're like space pirates kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I don't know anything else other than that.
1: So, anyways... uh, the live action stuff, except for Book of Boba Fett, seems to be going the right way, and I'd be interested to see, you know, what happens with it. So I'm all for it. Uh, it's great for your family. Uh, I watch it with my kids. I'd recommend it. So they like
2: lifesavers.
1: Yeah, my son's super into it. He has no idea what's going on, so I'm trying to like explain mm-hmm. who, you know, Ahsoka's master was. And I'm like, we just got to watch the movies, but he can't sit still because like the old How movies. How old are, is he now? He's six. six, but he can't. The old movies are boring for a kid.
3: I'll yeah. give you that. You know, because well, they're slow. They're yeah, they're yeah, story yeah. building. Yeah. So compared to what's around now, like if you, you right. know, for us when we were kids, right, that was like, oh my god,
1: and I really <laughs> don't want to sit through Phantom Menace again.
3: <laughs> so, now this is pod racing. Exactly. said, "Jaja thinks.
1: Do you ever see, like, how shamelessly Jewish the uh, slave master for Anakin is? Wada? Yeah. Yeah. Where he's like, you know, your Jedi tricks don't
3: work on me, only, only money. <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah.
1: Stuff like that. I don't know. Anyways. Uh Yeah, so I'm going to stick through. We'll probably do another review when the show's over.
3: Talk about what we think, where it's going. Moving
1: on to games. Is it better than Obi-Wan?
3: Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I liked Obi-Wan. It was was Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan ended good. Yes. It
1: was a long time coming.
0: Anyway, I played a game. Game. That was basically another game turned into this game. I played Texas Chainsaw Massacre. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You basically just played
3: your childhood of living in the middle of nowhere in the south.
0: I wish I'd rather live in the middle of nowhere. Anyways, you do this. <laughs> not completely. This game is basically Dead by Daylight with multiplayer versus. Instead of five on one, it's four on four, four versus three.
3: So it's a four vi- Who who gets four? The attacking the, uh, the vic-
1: survivors.
3: Yeah. The victims are four. The okay. So.
0: And then there's three family members of the crazy cannibal people. Okay,
3: so me and Hayden before you came over, we were watching Face uh, Jev him play it and lose his mind playing as a victim
0: it's just so boring i mean as a victim you can cut down these little sound traps or you can go to like a toolbox and find a a lock pick and pick a lock
1: it's cat and mouse game yeah Yeah.
0: except for you know you're the mouse or you're (laughs) you're the mouse and then you have three cats that are running around on this tiny little map looking for you
3: how do you win as the victim escape Okay. I had not seen anyone escape. It just Because seems... it's
0: near impossible unless you have a, a team working completely together.
3: So you need to play as, uh, with the, you with only the gotta, squad.
0: You only get to get one victim to escape. But you know, if if one person is screwing everything up,
3: then Earn this. Yeah. <laughs> While Hayden's getting like chainsawed across like <laughs> in ah! half ah, yes!
0: <laughs> It's just you know Another thing that I noticed is that when you play as like the victim and the murderers get close, like there would be like frame drops where like mm-hmm. it would start messing up. So you wouldn't know they're close. And once they get close, whoever has the, I guess the better connection is just going to win because mm-hmm. the, they know how to, Cause you have to like button time. If they like, like grapple with you, you have to like button time to try and escape mm-hmm. their lock. Like, I don't know what you called it. Not lock, but uh, a grapple. <laughs> it's <laughs> I don't know,
3: <laughs> just his hands. He's like, <laughs> they just start like
1: judoing, throw and stuff like that. <laughs> but
0: I mean, like you're you're you victim. He like hobbles along the entire time. <laughs> you can't run. It's, I don't know. It, it feels like the advantage goes all to the killers. They have their grandpa that, that like shows everyone where they where you are progressively. And if they kill somebody, they give them blood, and it can you like, play it, as the grandpa? No,
3: oh. I just see grandpa gets aw- woken up. Ah, <laughs>
2: well,
0: where's they, my teeth, woman? <laughs> they can find, like, the murderers can find blood and take it to Grandpa on the map, which will expand his, like, vision, which shows the the killers where the people are. And, like, every time you give him blood, it just expands the, the, the reach of his what, vision. Is he a superhero? Pretty so, much.
1: So here's my question. Why? Why, <laughs> why are the victims tied up and left alone? And how are they able to escape their... their Restraints,
0: By butt mashing X is mad fast so that's, as possible. That's
1: not good. That's not a good explanation. It, it's really
0: dumb. dumb. It's a dumb game.
1: I don't know. I, I I I'm not gonna crap on a game that I've not played, but that's just if I. Why, why are we doing like these cheesy movie like made into a games? You, you know, kind of thing. It's it's just.
0: Well, that and like the whole premise is to hide and escape, but you're you know it's the middle of the day and you're hiding in a bush wearing, like, a blue shirt. <laughs> if the killer runs by, he's going to see you. I don't know. So you can, like, walk and crouch yeah, in the you grass. Obviously,
3: roll in the mud. You can crouch in the grass, yeah.
0: or you can move at a snail's pace in fr- in, a, in plain view trying to know. squeeze through, like, a, a crack in the door. Yeah, I like
3: how slowly they go through, like, oh, I don't want to nick yeah. nothing. Yeah. And it's just like, if I'm running from a dude with a chainsaw, we're booking it. Yeah. <laughs> I will melt through the wall.
0: Well, then I like how, like, there's, like, a, a chest-high fence That I have to lockpick instead of just climb over.
3: Like, I could fall over that.
0: (laughs) I don't know. But But what kills me is they've made this whole Texas Chainsaw Massacre game, but in Dead by Daylight, you can play as Leatherface. So why have a whole other game?
1: Uh, They wanted theirs with Blackjack and Hookers.
0: But, like, he literally Leatherface is in Dead by Daylight.
3: Yeah, when they have, like, every horror villain. Yeah. Freddie, Michael Myers, Jason. Um, I mean, Pinhead. You
0: can, you can level up your characters to give some extra boosts to, like, their abilities. Yeah,
3: so Jeff uh, was played. There was, like, some dude was, like, level, like, 60, something. He goes, This guy's almost sixty <laughs> He <laughs> just rage quit out.
0: But, like, there was a, there's one guy that he was talking about, you know, as the murderers, you can. Uh, I don't. I don't know. The victims seemed like they were always at a disadvantage, but the murderers. There's a reason they're victims. If they if they go through like a doorway, the guy was complaining that the murderer didn't close the door back, so he just left it open for the victims to run out. It just I don't know. It,
1: I don't like cat and mouse games. No, uh, it's just stressful. I don't want to be stressed playing a game.
0: Well, that, there's nothing you can do against the victim or against the murderers other than just try to escape.
3: Yeah. And says the dudes who played Elden Ring and exclusively played as victims. But, but you could fight
0: back at least.
1: We eventually got good enough, except for against players. But yeah.
3: <laughs> all right.
1: Yeah, it's
0: it's not and that, and it has three cookie cutter maps where you have mm-hmm. the house, the gas station, and the slaughterhouse, which are all pretty much the exact same.
1: The house, the gas station, <laughs> and another house.
0: <laughs> They're all the, pretty much the exact same with the exact mm-hmm. same layout.
3: And of, grandpa's of at games. all of them. Yeah. They just drag him around. Yeah. He's in a wheelchair. He needs Poor.
1: to get some vitamin D. So. Poor grandpa.
0: But pretty much without teamwork, it's impossible to win. So.
3: Teamwork. Make, Make the, the dream work.
1: work. In the world of news, we have movies, mm-hmm. which is?
3: Dumb. <laughs> I should have looked something up, though. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, hammer horror, the hammer horror films that we all know and love from the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s, featuring pretty much exclusively Christopher, Christopher Lee, Lee and Peter Cushing. Yeah. <laughs> One variation or another was Dracula, Frankenstein. Didn't
1: uh, Boris Karloff do some hammer, hammer films? Uh,
3: that was, I think, like the very, very beginning. Okay, I don't know how long yeah. hammer films has been I, in the horror game, but they were a staple. I think there was for decades think there
1: was some like studio drama where like they came out and like mainstreamed like the classic monster movies, mm-hmm. and then Boris Karloff like crossed over, and there was some drama that he went to the Hammer Films and all like
3: the uh, the horror movie monster people were like it's like punk rock him. band yeah. like going corporate exactly yeah. <laughs> so uh, they've been uh, purchased by a man named John Gore. <laughs> Perfect name, John Gore. <laughs> Gore is going to run Hammer Films, who does horror. Yeah. So you will have this chair and CEO for the company. Gore is known for his live theater company, John Gore Organization, which has won numerous Tony, Emmy, and Oliver Awards. Ooh, Oliver. The I think that's probably like be... weird cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it's not spelled the right unless it's a typo, but it might have been Olivier.
1: Okay, yeah.
3: For Lawrence and Lawrence Olivier. Olivier, yeah. Awards uh, as an entertainment producer. Uh, he's. They're planning to the review a whole new slate of films and projects for the near future. The first film that's going to be released is going to be a Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde film, which is going to start Eddie Izzard. Ooh.
1: No. Who's Eddie Izzard? For the benefit of Mister Kite, there will be a show tonight. You know okay. who Eddie Izzard is. No. No? Um, he's a comedian, transgender. He, yeah, that's.
3: He can do serious well, stuff. She
1: is now. Yeah. yeah, well, because
3: he was in a uh, Valkyrie, he played one of the generals. That's true. You can, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he does a very passable job.
1: I just think that that's the, if that's the best named actor that they can get casted for this, then it's probably not going to be that good.
3: I, mean, I'm happy to see that some of this classic horror gets its kind of, uh, I guess it's redo, sure, but or more into the mainstream because I mean it, they started with I think uh, in the 1930s. So they might have been part of the original stuff with, like, Boris Karloff with, like, The Mummy. Uh, or, like, you know. It tells me that they
1: don't have a budget.
3: Well, I mean, I know they did, like, 5,000 Dracula movies. Yeah. With Christopher Lee, like, or Bride of Dracula. Son of, Son of Dracula. Uh, neighbor of Dracula. Dracula's. <laughs> Butler. <laughs> Butler. <laughs> Tax attorney. Dracula's pool guy. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. What else you got? That was it. Okay. TV. Everybody else is still on strike. So, there's a couple of TV shows uh, coming out. I'll start with the least
3: interesting one. Stamp. Um, it's a show about stamps.
1: So, the Frasier reboot, and I think we've talked about this in the past, but it is coming out uh, August 22nd. With it, Kelsey Grammer? Yep. It'll be on Paramount Plus, and it'll have most of the main cast back, except for Niles. So, they have his, like, goofy son or something in it. I guess that's as best as they could do. Is the Andrew played Niles dead? No, he just didn't want to be Niles anymore. Uh. So, you know. Um, but they're dragging him back out of the you know, the dirt and dusting it off. We'll see what happens. Frasier was a huge spinoff show. I don't think they should do this.
0: Frasier was a spinoff from Wings, wasn't
1: he? Cheers. 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 That's yeah. right. Cheers. Yeah. Sorry. And um, <clears throat> he was one of like the best characters in Cheers. And then yeah. the, the show was good. I liked Niles. He was one of my favorite characters. Um, you know, the, the guy who played... The, the old dude that sat in the chair the whole time with his little dog was that Fraser's dad? I think, I think so. I think he's he, well, he's dead in real life. So they're 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 moving. Obviously,
3: on. gonna I think time cause
1: jump because that was in Seattle was Fraser, and I think now this reboots in sh- Chicago or you know recently, crime ridden Detroit resequelled <laughs> So and he's like not a therapist anymore. He's like a lecturer. So. I'm sure it'll be a lot Motivational of. Motivational speaker. I'm sure it'll be a lot of, like, email and cell phone jokes because, you know, the show was big back before all that stuff. So,
3: um. I think that's just kind of lazy, though. Nah, that we'll they're see. just. Because, I mean, Frazier has a very good track record. I'm and sure. Anything after this, because if it sucks, it's just going to taint its reputation.
1: And, and they'll probably do a whole lot of, like, modern, you know, yeah issues through the eyes of Frazier, which some people are probably interested in but like whatever gender identity thing that people are dealing with nowadays then you know to see Frazier have his own spin on it although kelsey grammar is like pretty right wing i think so i don't know yeah. what they're what they're going to do with all that all right well anyways so th- we'll see what happens my mom was huge into fraser <laughs> maybe she'll uh, she'll be excited about this uh, the next show that I think that's going to be actually really interesting is called The, the Tattooist of Auschwitz. Uh-huh. It's an upcoming Peacock show. Um, it's written. It's based off of the book by the same name uh, from the author. Heather Morris is a top seller, apparently. Um, I have yet to hear of it, but the uh, premise sounds pretty interesting. Lael Sokolov, a Jewish prisoner in Auschwitz, a uh, concentration camp during world war 2 is given the job of tattooing identification numbers on fellow prisoners arms. So, uh Harvey Keitel plays the main character mm. and it's got Melanie Linsky, who's playing the author Heather Morris. I don't know what I don't know what kind of narrative they're going to be dealing Maybe with. Maybe they're that.
3: doing like a real life thing where it's you know years later and she's like interviewing them for the, like a book.
1: Yeah, like uh, what was that movie called with um um, it had um I don't know, a lot of actors and stuff.
3: <laughs> it was a movie that they did it. There people. I, 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 I keep like <laughs> reaching, I love Hayden's descriptions.
1: I keep reaching for more actors, and they can't. James McAvee was in it. It had um, X Men. No, uh,
3: it was about like World War Two. Are you thinking of just of Band of Brothers?
1: No, it, it was World War Two, and it had um, the girl who was in. She was Domino. As he beats. No, the the movie Domino. Oh, Keira Knightley. Keira Knightley. Yeah. And it was about a little girl that, like, witnessed basically the bombings of London. I don't know. All right, well, anyways.
3: The Chronicles of Narnia.
1: No. (laughs) Anyways, I think that's going to be an interesting movie or show. And uh, I don't know. I don't have a release date for it to come out, but it is being buzzed. About, so hopefully before the end of the year. Sounds like it's already all done. It's only six episodes, so it sounds like a mini series. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. There you go.
3: There you go.
0: Okay. games. What would it be if we didn't have some Modern Warfare news? Oh, no. oh God. Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 3 says they're going to have voice chat moderation.
3: Oh, lame. So, so if you're mean to kids, you call them, you know, you know. You mean if those kids get with their potty mouths. <laughs>
0: I'm going to sleep with your mom. You know, they might... Banned Atonement. That.
3: that was the name of the movie. Oh, okay.
0: But, uh, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're just basically like saying that they're going to ban people for the chat. This is the sissy the generation. Yeah. That's what a lot of people, I read the comments, a lot of people were like, dude, if they can't deal with it online, how are they going to deal with real life?
3: That That's what made the original ones so great. Yeah, but now it's 12-year-old kids
1: that are saying new curse words you haven't even heard of to you, and you're just like, I don't know what that is, but sometimes, I'm angry.
3: Sometimes I don't know if I've been insulted. I'm just <laughs> like, wait a minute. Hang on, I gotta look that up. <laughs> and to
1: be fair, like what you hear online is not a fair testament of what is in real life. Right. People are very more colorful when they don't have an identity. Yeah,
0: well yes. yeah, they're not gonna say it to you to your face.
3: Yeah, yeah when it's just you know, you're talking to like booty bomber XX sixty nine and it's just in real life, it's just some like five foot two guy living in his mom's basement, yeah. and you're just like, oh, I'm totally
0: kidding. My name's <laughs> Phil Smith.
3: Jurassic Port.
0: Um anyways, the <laughs> season five for <laughs> Modern War for Warzone has come out. The DMZ mode has become a little more PvP-focused because now to get some of these higher-end items that you need Mm -hmm. from the store, like to get different camos and stuff, you have to get a Damascus dog tag, Mm -hmm. which the only way to get dog tags is to kill other players. Mm -hmm. So they've kind of forced the PvP a little bit more so people won't form so many... uh, Even after they limited it? Yeah, well, this way they won't form so many six-man platoons. Mm -hmm. So it won't be like a group of three always coming up against six. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that way, because if you take their dog tags, you can't pick them up yourself. I don't, as far as I know. Hmm. So they, they've kind of forced that a little bit more. The uh, the creators for Baldur's Gate three said the Xbox will be getting the game before the end of the year. Oh, cool! So they didn't specify exactly when, but they said before the end of the year it'll be on Xbox. And then there's also I don't know if you've mentioned it before, but there's a Lord of the Rings Return to Moria game
3: that is coming oh, out. Oh, the dwarves.
0: Yeah, but uh, it's. Basically for PS, uh, PS5 ps and PC, but uh, it's basically you'll start at the gates of the mines and mm-hmm. then you'll have to work your way through. And you can either follow exactly the way that it does in the movie or uh-huh. the books, or you can just explore on your own. And they said, one, one interesting thing is like the orcs are attracted to sound, just like in you know the uh-huh. movie. And so if you make a bunch of noise, there's going to be more orcs that show up that you have to fight. D- depending on whether you sneak through or mm-hmm. you know, depending on what you do, it there's seems
1: kind of neat. There's a trailer out. It's it's like it shows them building things, like construction contraption stuff. They mm-hmm.
0: said that it only takes two hours to get from point A to point B, but they said that's just only just like it, the movie. They said that's only if you've basically leveled up your character where you can just walk through and kill things.
3: Because <laughs> in the movies and in the books, it's it took some it took them four days mm-hmm. to get from one side to the other. Two hours in real time. Well, they said With you, Ian McKellen leading the way. They said if you, if know, you follow straight
0: through, but who knows? It does sound pretty cool, though. It sounds like a fun game.
3: Do you play as a dwarf? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Do I have an accident, and am I angry?
0: I think Gimli's part of it. I don't know. Ooh, nice.
3: <laughs> Is that all you got? That's all I got. Well,
1: I have some video game news. You too? Yeah. And an hour and a half, Starfield will be playable. And that's all we have for today? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. That being said, uh, since it, it, since midnight of today, so zero zero hour, uh, they they have been releasing uh, reviews for the game, and people have been posting their gameplay and stuff like that.
0: And it got a seven on
1: IGN. I, IGN. It's got it's got Issues. pretty pretty good reviews. Uh, everybody's complaining about the slow start. Everybody's saying for Bethesda game, the story is not as valued as you would think it would be. That being said, they're surprised at how well the gameplay is intuitive and it it's, it flows a lot better. So, like, they're surprised with how good the gameplay is. They're kind of disappointed with the story. They say, like, the main storyline is just mainly a distraction from all the good stuff, which is the side quests, which sounds like a pathetic game to me, but whatever. Um, that being said, I won't know until I play it, which is happening pretty darn quick. So, yeah. And I'll then, know in a week or so. Yeah, it comes out for everybody else in the 6th. So I should have a decent review for next week's episode. So
3: tune in. Oh, then. didn't we tell you? We canceled it. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I'll just
1: record it myself.
3: It'll be on my phone.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this news and reviews episode. Tune in on Monday where we will be discussing things. things. We haven't figured it out People, places.
0: All right. And Batman, the animated series trivia. Oh.
1: Okay.
3: Batman. Oh.
1: Tom, what's my punishment? Goodbye. Hey, you have a, you have time to look it up? I'm Strays be, too. I'm not gonna be. That's not that's not my fault. Then. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Goodbye from it. Bye. Goodbye from Tom.
3: Goodbye, Tom.
1: Goodbye from me. Goodbye. Bye.